This is Clean at Work with John Barrett and Sarah Baca. We're all very excited to be here, and today we get to talk to Sharon Small. Welcome, Sharon. Hi, Sarah. Hi, John. Thank uh, thank you for having me on. Um, I'm Sharon Small, and I'm the founder of the Clean Language Institute. And um, I came across Clean in 2006 with some questions that were being used in a weight loss company. And I just knew there was something behind that. And over the next 14 years, um, it has been just a constant learning process and um, a a wonderful world and community to be involved in. Um, So I guess this topic's clean at work, and, and this has been your work for some time now. So why clean? Well, um, sometimes I like to tease, you know, I don't like being told what to do. Mm. And I have a heart for service. And, um, and it was really hard to find a way to serve clients and to serve others that I worked with, um, with models that were constantly top down or, or midway, kind of like, somehow I was there to fix it or to tell people what to do. And, um, and not being, li- you know, not liking being told what to do, I thought, well, there's got to be a better way of doing this. And that's when I found Clean, and it was practically perfect. Um, yeah. I wonder if that's something we all have in common, not to make it about us, but mm, <laughs> I, like, yeah. you know, I think a, a lot of clean people have that in common where we don't like being told what to do. Mm. We like making our own choices. And we also have a heart of service. I love how you put that where we want to be able to help people. And so you put those two things together and like, that's what clean is. That's great. I love it. Wow. Yeah. Never thought about it like that before. Yeah. 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 That's my, I don't like being told what to do. no and and it's so common to have you know big decisions made about you or distinctions made or judgments made on these tiny thin slices that Mm. people have access to and um if we're not asking questions we're just making decisions on they're like you know those little pieces that you put under a microscope you know one little slide Mm -hmm. out of an entire laboratory and um yeah. yeah, it just doesn't make sense to do that. So why not find mm-hmm. out a little bit about people and then help craft a world, especially a work world, where mm-hmm. you can have all of those parts be together, working at their yeah. best, you know? Yeah, yeah. Totally. So what are some examples of how you use this uh, work? So my original intent when I came to Clean Language was to blend it with other things I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um NVC, it's very blendable with that, the work of Byron Katie as far as therapeutic. And then in play, um, uh, like working with tarot and cards. And the more I dug in, the less I found blending to be as useful as just gaining skills at being mm-hmm. clean when it was important. Um, I put it into play at work. Uh, I was working in a nuclear plant doing project work. Um, So I ended up using it as kind of an interview tool, working up and and across the the lateral chain of commands that I had to work within to find out what people wanted of me and what needed to happen to get things done. So it was a, a bit of play between a therapeutic environment and a structural kind of find out what's happening. Mm-hmm. environment. Hmm. 
And then how did you make the transition from using that in like your day job to making that the focus of your entire work? Well, I was, um, I was, uh, I spent a lot of time with Marion Way. And um, so she, she mentored me along the way. And um, she encouraged me to do my first um, group training. And um, I had assisted her in Portland for several years. And I did my first group training in California. And um, I love being a trainer. So in, um, in 2014, I left the nuclear project work and I just went into training, um, symbolic modeling, emergent knowledge, clean space, just basically clean methodologies. Um, yeah. That's so great. Yeah. It didn't seem like, I, I think I made myself unemployable, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. In a good way. I mean, in a good yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what are you uh, up to at the moment then, Sharon? So at the moment, I have um, just uh, kind of taken stewardship of the Metaforum, uh, which is a yearly unconference Judy Reese developed. And so um, holding tight uh, through my first year of the administration of this and I'm hoping to pull it off in a way that is meaningful and useful for everyone that attends. Um, that's coming up in December. And then I do a yearly conference with uh, Penny Tompkins and James Lawley, uh, Clean Convergence. And so I've got those two things. And I'm looking at what's going to happen next in 2022. So what made you want to take over Metaphorum? It sounds like a lot of work. Um, yeah, I think this first year, it's a lot more work than I anticipated. Um, <laughs> but um, when COVID hit, so this is, again, this heart for service, you know, it's like, um, when COVID struck, um, I'd been meeting with um, uh, five other women for three years, Judy Reese, Gina Campbell, um, Anna Meek, uh, Van Helsting, and uh, Greta Irving, and um, Angela Dunbar. So we got together and did this first um, clean language in the time of COVID webinars, and they were a big hit. And we reached out to a huge amount of community. We've had over a thousand people sign up and watch those videos. Um, and then we did it again in 2021 when the whole thing was all, you know, were we over it? Were we through it? Were we not through it? Were some people through it? There's not. And so when Metaforum came along, it just seemed like a natural extension of this community-based outreach for giving us a space to come together and learn and share. Because so many people are up to so many amazing things. Mm -hmm. what, what kind of things will people get if they go to Metaforum? Um, well, we've got some, we've got some well-known uh, people coming and doing presentations like uh, Marion Way, Caitlin Walker, um, Penny Tompkins, James Lawley, Jennifer DeGant is going to be doing something perhaps in English and French. Um, but more importantly, what's going to happen is people from the community that are um, just learning or that are very experienced that are using clean in unusual contexts or unusual ways, whether it's a clean stance or actually utilizing the questions. Um, they're going to bring what they're doing and we get to learn, you know, where they, are they in the world? What are they up to? Um, how are they adapting clean stance and clean questions to their work and their context um, as well as some good discussions. So people can 
bring or ask for whatever they want and we'll see what happens. It's a good example uh, of emergence. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what's your favorite session from previous Metaforums? Have you got like a, a favorite session and what did you learn from it? Um, gosh. Uh, the past couple of years, I was kind of doing it more administrative, little backgroundy things. Um, but like Caitlin's sessions are always amazing, Penny and James. Um, Judy brings discussions in. And I think some of my favorite sessions have been from, with Judy Reese. Um, as far as hearing what um, other people are, are thinking or wanting or doing, um, she's going to be doing a discussion session this year um, again. So... Um, yeah, they're long, you know, when I'm in the US, it starts at 9am UK time. So Ooh. I don't get up until five or six in the morning. I'm not getting up at 1am. So I, <laughs> I often Where's miss the dedication, Sharon. <laughs> I know, I know. I often miss half of it. So yeah. <laughs> um, but it's the freedom for people to bring things. It's, that's really what it is. Like we did, um, Richard Dider brought um, clean, uh, using clean language as a writing, you know, to help writers. Um, uh, you know, write and continue their writing and iterate. And um, it, there's just some brilliant stuff that's uh -huh. happening. Yeah. And to see it applied in different disciplines is one thing that really fascinates me. Yeah. Too. I, th I think my first class had like an osteopath and a bunch of agile coaches and some therapists. Like it can be applied in so many different ways. I love that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy to send you guys a link with a slide deck where people can actually see what people are planning on presenting and oh. and the metaphorum is half scheduled and half not so we do we'll have a couple of rooms that are pre-scheduled uh -huh. um but there's i i have uh, a room for german and um, other language speakers i have a room for the french community and then um there's three rooms for emergent sessions for anybody to use at any time uh to just pop in and have a discussion share a new learning uh -huh. wow so so it's my first ever Metaforum that I'll be, be going to Ooh. on the 3rd of December. Yes. So what, you know, I'm going to be a bit selfish at this point and that's what, <laughs> what's, what's your top tip for a, an, a first timer? So the top tip for the first timer is to definitely visit the slide deck link and look at who is doing what in what time block. Now you're lucky, John, you can, you can easily enjoy <laughs> a session in all three time blocks. So you've got it made. Um, the other thing is if you're not in like UK or European time is to look at, is somebody doing something that looks interesting to you that you want to get up in the wee hours of the morning and join? Um, and so people have segmented by time blocks. There's three, four hour time blocks. Um, so it's, and we're have six parallel sessions. So it's like a buffet. So choices, you just have to yeah. decide what you want. Um, but you are welcome to move around if you're in a session, John, and it's like, uh -uh, or not quite getting your interest, just move to another Zoom room. You're perfectly welcome to move around. Yeah. Cool. Can't wait for it, personally. Yeah. yeah. So I call it unclean space. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no unopened un un space, right? Un it's not space. quite open space. Uh, so we're yeah. kind of doing unopened space. <laughs> A little spacey, a tasty mixture, yeah. Yeah, yeah. some yeah. kind of space, not clean space though. Yeah, not clean space, <laughs> and not but unclean. There space. might be some sessions on it. You never know. 
<laughs> it might be. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so, so going back to this topic uh, of work and thinking about someone who um, wants to start using clean, perhaps quite mm-hmm. curious about it and wanting to use it in their workplace, what tip would you give them? So um, my tip would be um, first do imaginary practice. Use the radio, use newspapers, things you read. Um, Imagine if somebody were saying something to you and what clean question you might ask and just start simple. Take those developing questions. What kind of anything else or where, whereabouts, and and just get really comfortable asking those. Like we would never think twice if somebody said, I got a new bicycle, we would never think twice. Our automatic response might be, oh, what kind of bicycle? Mm -hmm. So we're doing the same kind of question, only we might be doing it with somebody's internal dynamic or perceptual experience, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, what kind of micromanaging? Or, oh, (laughs) you know, (laughs) right? Or, yeah. or what kind of get done or anything else about get done. So you're just, you're just pointing your attention at a different kind of information, but you're asking questions uh-huh. that we, we know really well. Um, so, and notice what happens, uh-huh. right? Because different people may respond differently to different kinds of questions. So that'd be my tip for super starting. I love that. Oh, I love that super starting. Super starting right <laughs> off the bat. Bam, metaphorically <laughs> speaking. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, the other thing that we were talking about before we started was this super awesome training next year, that um, mm. which, had, which you were just starting to get into, and I had to tell you to hold it back. So let's talk yeah, about he that. Said, stop yeah. talking, Sharon. Stop, stop, stop talking, Sharon. Save, um, save it for our listeners. <laughs> So um, this is our seventh year um, with Clean Convergence. It's a yearly event that we were holding in person in California. And um, it's, it's my learning ground. I wanted advanced trainings. And I asked Penny and James if they would come every year and teach something advanced and new. Mm-hmm. Um, so previously, it's been an introductory training an advanced training, a retreat, and clean language interviewing. This year, it's a retreat, three over three weeks, um, where you get facilitated and you can watch other people's being facilitated. Great way to learn by watching others. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but most importantly, is the advanced training, where Penny Tompkins and James Lawley are going to come and talk to us and teach us and have us work um, with modeling from a symbolic modeling perspective. Like what kind of modeling are we doing when we're symbolic modeling? Um, to, and knowing the difference between just asking clean questions about information that seems to be important and really modeling the client's inner landscape. So just a, a nuance. Mm-hmm. And such an important nuance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it can be hard to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's going to be exciting. So that's the end yeah. of January, three half days plus Q and A time uh, mm-hmm. with P and J. You said that that's for an advanced audience. Can you say a little bit more about what advanced means? So context? you need to be familiar with um, the basic structure of symbolic modeling. So um, either uh, an online training where you have a, a, a kind of a 
an introduction to like a three-day introduction is normal, but like Mm -hmm. Penny Tompkins and James Lawley, they have an online training that Mm -hmm. introduces all the concepts. So you need to be familiar with, you know, what is symbolic modeling, how to ask the clean questions. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Like, like you guys having systemic modeling, you would be just fine. It, mm-hmm. You don't have to have had symbolic modeling. You know enough about a clean stance, the clean structure, asking questions. The difference would be you'd be doing your work with one person versus a group of people. Mm-hmm. And I know there's more to systemic modeling than that. I, I What I don't mean to do is... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. hear that. <laughs> I know there's a whole a whole other thing going on with um, with Caitlin's work. So I, I want to respect that. Um, but I... I I do think that you would have enough under your belt to easily attend something like this. Good to know. Uh, And you're doing it in person still rather than online. No, this will be online. Um, So it is an opportunity if you're in a place or not in a position where you could travel easily to attend um, with us. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things we've asked a few people now is, uh, and you do clean training, Mm-hmm. Um, what adaptions, if any, have you had to make when doing clean online? Um, you know, weirdly, the adaptation has been, for me, has been a much uh, more detailed back-end preparation. Mm-hmm. Um, so when going live in a training room with people in a space, um, I can have a very lean itinerary. This is where we're beginning. Mm-hmm. This is where we want to be. And we work there as a group to mm-hmm. get there as individuals. Um, but on online, because it's so m- much more difficult to emergently shift a direction or the input's different. So I find that the back end itinerary development has to be much more specific, mm-hmm. much more time based. Um, with and then with some alternatives uh, built mm-hmm. in versus pivoting in the room. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, more brain work for me. Right. Um, the benefit, more of course, accessibility. Yeah. Right, yeah. And yeah, is exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we're almost to the end of our time. Do you okay. want to give us um, a wrap up, Sharon, about what just what's coming up and what you're excited about next? Um, yeah, so, okay, so what's coming up is Metaforum, December 3rd. Um, we still have some tickets. It's a very low cost. Um, if you don't know much about clean, that's fine. Come and get curious. Uh, it is not designed for an absolute beginner, but you are, everybody is welcome. And then um, Clean Convergence 2022, which will be held online. And we do have places in the advanced training with Penny Tompkins and James Lawley. Um, we are taking a wait list for the retreat. And, um, and in 2022, I will be introducing some kind of short intensive clean language labs. So Ooh. this is uh, just a little play that I'm having um, and putting together. So we'll, we'll see probably towards the end of the first third of the year, I'll have something up on that. Um, Exciting. Little, yeah, training tidbits. Awesome. So thank you for your time today. Uh, We'll make sure that all of those uh, links are in the uh, description. Um, And well, I'll see you at Metaforum, hopefully with a number of our listeners as well. 
Um, and if you are listening right to the end, then please do uh, like and subscribe so that you get the latest episodes as we release them. Super. This is bye for now. Bye.